You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Write this down. Write it down. You like writing things down. It is a write that down Wednesday here where we are the only show in America dumb enough to put statistics next to our predictions. When are you going to admit that you were wrong, Judd? I'm going to do it twice on Wednesdays, and then I'm going to take a beating on Twitter the rest of the time. Classic clickbait. But besides Judd. that, besides <laughs> that, I never admit I'm wrong. Never. Yeah. How do we? Uh, how do we feel after yesterday's? I guess we'll call it a brawl. You know, Judd brought some. I, here's what I will apologize for. I think we pride ourselves on creating safe spaces for reckless speculation. Yep. Let's entertain the premise. It's a safe space, right? I. <laughs> I don't know that I created a safe space for you. I feel like I went from let's entertain it to let's shoot it down very, very quickly. I still would have shot it down, but I would have given you more of a safe space than to just immediately dunk on you. No, perhaps that's why you were called out as a bully on Twitter. Bully. Bully. You're the bully who's trying to get rid of Vikings' best players. Um. Yeah, you know what? I was actually surprised that it that uh, beyond a few tweets and notes I saw, which were just like you're a moron. There was a lot of discussion about it, and like you know, I I, I felt it, I felt it actually resonated more than I expected with uh, with the thought that Christian Derrissaw could get the Vikings a huge haul back. So yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by the overall takeaway that it created more discussion than I thought it might. Yeah, I mean it is. Uh... We've come out of the gate pretty hot here in an otherwise the kind of benign time in Vikings history. They're two and four. They look like they're headed nowhere. And Monday, I kind of freaked out about Kirk Cousins. And Tuesday, you just traded Christian Derisoff for a bunch was, of first round picks, and people kind of kind of I freaked just, out. And a lot of calls are coming in, as as Darren told us in the scoops on Tuesday. The Vikings are open for business. Yeah. Uh, by the way, breaking Vikings news here that just came out a little while ago. Well, that's the wrong button. Let me try this one. There we go. This will work better. Marcus Davenport officially placed on injured reserve, so he has to miss at least four games with a high ankle sprain. Kane Wongu activated to the 53. A little more speed. I don't well, know if they'll use it, but. Here's the question, though. If Kane is activated, does this mean Ty Chandler is now inactive? Because Kane Wongu is going to return kicks, I'm sure. Why don't they try, I don't know, you got two guys on your roster that run a 4-3, 40-yard dash in Ty Chandler and Kane Wangu. Maybe find a way for both those guys to be on the field part of the offense once in a while. You know? I, no, just, I'm ge- no, just a thought. Just, I'm, guessing just throw Ty Chandler, you know? I'm guessing Ty Chandler might be uh, might be in a sweatpants and a hoodie on Sunday or on Monday night. Yeah, let's keep giving the ball to Alexander Madison 25 times. Wow. We wouldn't want these guys that wow. run a 4-3-40 to touch the football in the National Football League. You know? Yeah, I try yeah, to tell you about Ty Chandler. I, I think Kelsey's a genius. He listened to me. He said Ty Chandler's no good. He can't really get on the field. <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about. I actually am praising him for this. 
So we'll see what happens with these roster shakeups. Before we get to our accountability session and before we get to our predictions here, shout out to our friends over at AG1, okay? So AG1 is something that I discovered about six years ago, and it has been a game changer for me. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support. If you're not great about getting all the nutrients from foods naturally, like myself, if I'm being honest, on a daily basis, that uh, corned beef sandwich and fries last night before the Timberwolves game wasn't exactly getting me all the nutrients I (laughs) needed, but it was good. (laughs) One scoop of AG1 mixed with my water in the morning. I'm covered for the day. 75 high-quality ingredients, important daily nutrients. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash purpledaily. That's drinkag1.com slash purpledaily to check it out. Uh, all right, boys, here's how this works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns on the show. And listeners, if you want to participate like our guy Dan is about to, you can send Declan a message through the Score North app. There's a feedback section, and we'll get you scheduled for some time in the near future. If we don't get back to you on the first try, we try to get back to everyone. Send us a follow-up, and we'll get you scheduled. All right, Judd, it's time for your comeuppance. Mm-hmm. Three things came off the board. We'll start with the bad, and then we'll start with the, and then we'll go really good at the end. You said Brandon Powell will catch a touchdown pass in that game against the Bears. So God, he dropped up. No. Bad so the, the Vikings won't turn the ball over in the game. Kirk tried hard to turn it over twice. He oh, did get he, the one. He did. He got help from the replay officials. But then you said Greg Joseph, you countered Declan's prediction, saying Greg uh, Joseph will miss, or was it the other way around? Earlier around. Yeah, I countered Judd's prediction. Yeah. Okay. Whatever it was, Judd said <laughs> Greg Joseph will miss an extra point against the Chicago Bears. Swing and a drive. A touchdown bomb. Wow. Nice prediction. Castellanos has a three-run homer, and I don't know if I'll ever work again. <laughs> Old Macadac had a decent Ooh. week. We'll start with the bad here. Said Jordan Addison would go for over 100 and at least a touchdown. He had like 38 and a touchdown because, you know, had to throw the ball to Alexander Madison seven times instead of Jordan Addison. I said <laughs> Kenny Albert will call ah! a Vikings game within the next four weeks. Too good for the Vikings is what he is, boys. It's the Lions and the Bears on Fox. The, the, that's the problem. The Lions have, like, elevated above yes. Kenny Albert, yeah, and man. the Vikings are below Kenny Albert. So what do I do? I don't know. It's I'm just going to sit over here and be Kenny it's Albert. Time, it's time for the NFC South Buccaneers. It's a pleasant surprise. I did tell you guys that somebody who hasn't fumbled yet for the Vikings would fumble against the Bears. Come on down, Byron Murphy Jr. Oh, boy. (laughs) Officially credited with a fumble in that game after after dropping his return and picking it back up. And called out by the coach for it as he's being given a game (laughs) ball. That's right. That's a backdoor way to get a touchdown here on Write That Down. Wasn't expecting a defensive player to be it, but here we are. And then I said there'd be photo or video evidence sometime before the end of the season that Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey would be showing affection, and we had paparazzi photos of hand holding, yeah, noodling. We did. Oh, 
right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great to see two mm-hmm. young people in love. Indeed. Hope it works out for her. Listeners, Marshall said Vikings beat the Bears by two possessions and Addison records 100 yards and at least a touchdown. <laughs> Alex had a parlay. He said over the first four games, we missed this one earlier, so we'll clean it up now. Lewis Seen will play less than 50% of the snaps. He was right about that leg. That Brian Asamoah would play more than 50%. And then a Caleb Evans would play more. So we got two out of the three correct. And I want to highlight this one. It's still on the board. But Greg said before the season that the Vikings would convert a fake punt on fourth and four or oh, more. No. Hmm. Oh, no, because if he had just said a fake punt, he's already right. <laughs> Converted a fake punt would have been the correct prediction here. But he said it was fourth and two against the oh. Chiefs. And here's the problem. <laughs> if he had just said converted a fake punt, that's a touchdown. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. A touchdown. Yep. Like you don't you didn't need the down and distance. So we'll leave it on the board oh, in case Greg. they do it at some point later in the season. But, Greg, that's how you shoot yourself in the foot here <laughs> on Write That Down. All right, the Dexter said Greg Joseph won't miss a kick against the Bears. Finish job. Always defending, oddly, well, a very still, mediocre to bad kicker. Still in red, though, so. TJ Hawkinson will catch a red zone touchdown against the Bears. And Jordan Addison would go over 100 against the Bears. But the specificity of this prediction is a touchdown here. You said the Vikings would go exactly 2-2 two and two over their next four games, starting with that Chargers game, and they did. Very nice. They could have gone 0-4, 1-3, 2-2, 3-1. There's a bunch of different oh, options, no. and he nailed the right one. I think 4-0 probably wasn't an option, but... The other options are in play. So with that, Declan still leading narrowly here in the completion percentage battle, 36% over Judd's 35%. Judd still with the touchdown lead of nine touchdowns to Declan's eight. I have 34%, seven touchdowns. Listeners down at 20.5% and only two touchdowns on the season. Should have had a third if Greg didn't get greedy with that fourth and four angle. Declan barely leading Judd in the career stats here, 35.5% completions. Judd at 35. I'm at 32 and a half listeners, just under 23%. I have my 40th touchdown pass of my career. And you guys each had touchdowns to 31 for Declan, 27 for Judd, 29 for the listeners. So there we go, boys. Write it down. You like writing things down. That's the accountability session. Let's get our guy Dan in making his debut on write that down. Dan, you were on vent line this week. We're getting a big dose of Dan here. (laughs) Thanks for having me, boys. Appreciate you guys and what you do. Yeah, thank you. Thank so you. what? tell tell the audience here, when did you become a Vikings fan? What's your background with this team? Born in 86. Um, was a huge Vikings fan growing up. My favorite player is Chris Carter. Um, always got Chris Carter's toe-tapping, like, you know, oh, yeah. catches in the sidelines, you know. Um, I remember I was at my grandma's uh, for the loss against the Falcons. And I did not go to school for three days after that. I was like 12. Wow, dude. Whoa. So then what I did was I uh, put in Madden and I just like, you know, mocked up a championship game and I just beat the brakes off the Falcons <laughs> for like three, <laughs> three days in a row. And um, how'd you convince your, your folks or whatever to allow you a three day sabbatical? Oh, I just threw a huge fit. I was just Good for huge, you. I was like, I'm not going. So, and so I played you, you, too. You were wow. like, like you went back on like Thursday then did, did, yep. did, uh, like, what did the teachers say? Or they, 
I told them I was mad. I said the Vikings stink and they shouldn't have lost that game. And Brian uh, Billick lost that game for the Vikings. And the teacher it, didn't man. care. <laughs> what a and then, uh, you know, the championship against the Giants, also a letdown. Mm-hmm. Uh, terrible. I don't even want to talk about that. That, that. That's almost like unbearable to think about that Giants loss. The really? Game. I mean, that's so bad. Or something. It was 41-0. It was, but it was so bad. Like the Falcons lost, I totally get that ripped your heart out. But like the that Giants team... had the Giants weren't even that good. They had like no, Kerry Collins. Yeah. Like they were yeah. not a great team, and oh, then they, they got smoked in the Super Bowl. I would have been curious to see that Vikings offense with Dante able to move, maybe outrun Ray Lewis against that. Yeah. So they probably still lose to the Ravens, but that, we never talk about what if the Vikings just beat a mediocre Giants team, you know, and and get to the Super Bowl. The Giants have a number in the playoffs is bad. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I feel like and that then, game though, and 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 2017, you got boat raced so badly I, that that it's hard for me to like look back and think what if, like the Falcons game or the or the Saints game, which is probably the most painful because of your opportunity. Those are such what if you know. But like when you lose forty-one donut, or you score the first touchdown in Philadelphia, and then just fall apart, it's like, oh boy. The Saints game would have been interesting if the if the Vikings win that Saints game. Um, it'd be interesting to see if, who starts that game because didn't they see Brett Favre's leg was like so black and purple, like he couldn't even walk. Like yeah. he would wheel they, him out in a wheelchair. They would have found a way. They yeah, would have put some uh, some oh, horse yeah. medication in him and yeah, sent yeah. him out there. You know? Exactly. So, well, let's do this. Let's go around the room here. Three different trips. We'll each make one prediction per lap. We'll start with Dan over to Judd, Declan, and then back to me. The predictions must be football or show-related, and they must be quantifiable. Those are really the only parameters. So, Dan, you're under center, man. What's your first prediction? I think San Francisco has playmakers on every level of of that defense. Um, The 49ers are really mad they lost that game. Um, Brock Purdy did everything he was supposed to. He marched down the field, got him within winning, and the field goal was missed. So I think they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. I think the struggle, uh, the, the Vikings struggle against the Blitz really bad. My prediction, Kirk Cousins will have at least one fumble and one interception. All right. On Monday Night Football. When the lights are bright, Kirk. That is uh, not good news for the Vikings for a potential upset win at home. No. Write this down. All right, over to Judd. All right, the prediction I'm about to make is such a slam dunk. I feel like you write that down. Karma gods are going to bite me in the ass, and I don't know how, but I'm still going to make the prediction. The Vikings-Bears game on Monday, November 27th, will be flexed out of that spot. So it's a a Monday night game. I believe it's the first game because Sunday night, like, starts in week eight or something. But the new rule is, I believe it's late November, they're now going to be able to flex really bad Monday night matchups out. Mm -hmm. This game is going to be flexed out of that spot. I don't know where it's going. Perhaps they'll just call it and not play. It's going to be so bad. So flexing schedule is in effect during the following windows. Sunday night football, it may be used up to twice between weeks 5 and 10. Okay. And at the NFL's discretion during weeks 11 through 17. So they're they're trying to limit flexing between 5 and 10 for Sunday. And then it's just wide open for flexing after week 11. For Monday Night Football, it may be used at the NFL's discretion starting in week 12. So, interesting. So they can start flexing Sunday games pretty much right now. 
Solid. Yes. Yes. Write this down. Huh? The Dexter? All right, first prediction from me with Marcus Davenport's injury. Going to see a lot of DJ Wanham, so write it down. DJ Wanham records a sack or a tackle for a loss against the 49ers. Or, okay. Yep, or a tackle for a loss. I want that as a little bit of a backdoor, but he records a sack or a tackle for a loss against the 49ers. Write it down. Yeah, dude, he had six pressures. He he had a, just a great game, but I think Judd kind of nailed it. A lot of it's because you've got Daniil Hunter on some of these plays. Hunter and Davenport are both monsters, and Wan- and Wanham is just getting some open lanes because off twists and whatever. Yep. So we'll see how he does without Davenport now. They might have to dial some more stuff up here than they. The Flores effect is what that was, I think. You know, Judd's inspired me here oh, wow. for my next prediction. Right Looking down. at the Viking schedule and and reading the flex rules. <laughs> Everything's getting people. <laughs> so the week before that Monday night game, the Vikings have a Sunday night game at Denver. Yep. Sunday Ooh. night football, Vikings at Broncos. And that is that is within the flex anything window. That's week 11. And the NFL can just start flexing whatever they want to. They could flex a game to Tuesday if they want. It doesn't matter. That's they probably here. should. So that game, that Sunday night game against the Broncos, will be flexed out. Okay. Okay. No one wants. No one's going to want. It's going to be especially the Broncos. To like four a.m. Central <laughs> the next Wednesday. There's some good candidates here too. Um, you have Bucks and Niners at the three o'clock spot. You have Steelers Browns at the noon spot. Oh, dude, just a thirteen um, to six grind fest. Let's go. Jets and Bills. They already did one. Did they do a primetime game together? They yeah, did. First, first game, game of the year. first game of the That's season. Right. So let's um, rack it up again. So yeah, there's candidates there. I like it. I okay. bet the Jets. I bet the Jets and Bills is protected because I, I think each network, if I'm not mistaken, when the schedule comes out, so Fox and CBS can protect. I think it's up to five games. But Steelers Browns would not be then. Right? Steelers Browns would probably not be protected. Put so that game, yes. yeah, put it in. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. All right, back over to, to our guy Dano here. All right. The Vikings are currently ranked 30th out of 32 teams in rushing. So, And the only other team who, have, who has not scored a rushing touchdown other than the Vikings are the Pittsburgh Steelers, which is pretty bad. So, I mean, it kind of goes to what I was saying before. Like, Madison does not have vision. He literally is like a blind guy going to the hole and, like, yeah, doesn't – like, good. picks a hole and just goes to it, like – so um, my prediction is is uh, Vikings will score one rushing touchdown in this game, and if they can't, it solidifies how unbalanced this offense really is and how much they believed in this running back room when they shouldn't have. And how many – maybe did you just say this? How many rushing touchdowns do they have? So the, your prediction is they'll have a, a, they'll have a rushing least, touchdown. Yeah, they'll have a rushing touchdown. No, they have zero rushing touchdowns as a team. Along with the Steelers. Oh, Along with the Steelers. The season. That's what I thought. They have zero. There's only That's two teams insane. who have not scored a rushing touchdown in six games. That's crazy. Madison's like, caught a couple, right? I think he's caught a touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. I think it was like a screen or something. Here's another one. All right. I don't know. I'm just looking at the Vikings. I don't know where this ranks, but this seems awful. 
So they've played six games. The Vikings only have 20 rushing first downs in six games. So they're averaging like three rushing first downs per game. If my math is correct there. I mean, they were two out of 13 on third down against the Bears. I mean, what is that? (laughs) Two of 13 against the Bears. The Bears have a good run defense, but their defense is they had two second half first downs, period. 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 Yeah. Both, both rushing, by the way. So yeah. write this down. Tip of the cap. Okay. Judd? All right. I had a Justin Jefferson prediction last week, but I'm going to now spice it up, add on some prognostication here. Justin Jefferson will return against Las Vegas on December 10th after the bye week. So he will miss seven games. So his first game back, I do I do not think he's going to sit out the rest of the season. But the more I look at this, he could miss four to six games, okay? So then if he just sits out, if, if it's going to be six games, if he sits out the seventh, he gets the bye week. And with the direction of this team and a guy with a hamstring, I see no reason on God's green earth to push it. So I think he returns, but it's mm-hmm. December 10th. At Las Vegas, Dex. Okay. 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 Will Kirk Cousins be down. his quarterback? <laughs> well, if he's not Justin, I'll cry. Justin okay. can't play without Kirk. It's right. He won't. He won't come back. If it's hey, Kirk, great. can you come out to play? No, I'm sorry. Kirk's Kirk's busy as an Atlanta Falcon. No, Sean Mannion will be in at that point. Oh, oh man, we didn't talk about that enough. How about they bring back Kirk's baby blanket? Up? Isn't that weird? Like <laughs> I'll, he I'll he can't I'll play. <laughs> He can't play. Why? Why? He literally can't play. What Sean he was doing? Like, since he's like, what has he been doing? Was he just sitting at home? Was, was he coaching? He was he... Cafe cooking turnovers. Exactly. Like, what was he doing? I kind of want to know. Timing with Kirk. Good call. Timing with Kirk. You hang up. What were no, you, you doing in no, the last nine months? Amazing. Okay. We're back to Declan here for his second prediction. All right. Second prediction. Uh, this is this still stands. I just checked as of 60 seconds ago. The Vikings are seven-point underdogs at home. They're home dogs against the Niners. So write it down. The Vikings cover the seven-point spread against the Niners. Spoiling a little purple props. Actually, I won't be on purple props uh, this weekend, I don't think. But Purple picks. Purple picks. Purple, purple picks. Uh, but they will that. cover. Change that. change that thumbnail, too, probably. Probably should do that. It's like 44 or something, Dex. I think so, yeah. Like 44. Yeah. Yeah, the number one defense for the Niners kind of limits the Vikings trying to run up the score there. So if that would be a, a nice moral victory if they were to keep mm-hmm. this close, you know, two mm-hmm. and five, but they'd be like two, four, and one because it'd be a, well, the Chiefs was kind of a moral victory too. So they're kind of like two, three, and two if they rack up another moral victory. Write this down. I don't feel that way. And I am also spoiling the Purple Picks episode on Saturday. I think this is a touchdown. You guys can let me know. At some point, well, we, so let me back up. We saw three games last year in which the Vikings were absolutely, completely boat raced. Mm-hmm. Love that term. Four, if you count the first half of the Colts game, where at home they were just they were down thirty three nothing right away. If the Niners get up thirty three nothing on you, you ain't coming back, right? The Colts with Jeff Saturday coaching, different story. The Cowboys boat raced them. The Packers did. The the Eagles, the Vikings kind of shot themselves in the foot in that game, but. I got a similar feeling about this game against San Francisco. So here's my prediction. The Vikings will trail by at least 28 points in this game at some point. Wow. They will trail by at least 28 points in this game at some point. Right At At halftime? 
<laughs> I almost I almost said halftime like 21 points, but I'm going to go at some point 28 points during the game. The right booze will be raining down if that's the case. I have a oh. really cryptic bad feeling about this game. The way San Francisco lost, the only saving grace would be if like, so Christian McCaffrey's injuries are not nearly as bad as they thought, and he's maybe in line to play on Monday. I haven't seen a status on Debo Samuel yet, but like, if those guys both miss the game, then you have an opening because they won't be able to just like plug and play replacements. But right, I don't know. I just have a kind of a creeping mm. death feeling about this game. I just Break do. Down. CJ's Pam can take notes at IU. What he does. Use uh, Jack. Yeah, use Jack. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dan, what is your third and final prediction here? All right. The Vikings' red, red zone offense is 21st in the NFL right now. They've only scored on 50% of their trips to the red zone. So uh, they were much better last year, mostly, I think, thanks to Thielen. I think they really miss Thielen in the red zone this year. Even though he can't run, I still think he doesn't duck passes in the end zone like somebody else. Can. Pass through the end zone. So the Vikings will continue to struggle in the red zone, and they will kick at least three field goals from the red zone. Okay. Against the Niners? Against the Niners. Just to be clear. Okay. All right. Write this hey, down. Dan, great job here in your debut on Write That Down. We loved hearing about your, uh, your skipping of school because you were sad in 1998. Since you've got this life-changing platform right now on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that helped you get to this pinnacle moment? I'd like to thank my uh, mom for bringing me to all the football practices and putting up with me um, and basically just uh, my health, my wealth, my family, my kids, and just want to say thanks to you guys, what you do. Huge fan of the show. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep the grind up and um, – even if they lose, man, we got a skull forever. Skull forever. There's pl- plenty, plenty to look forward to if they win or lose after Monday. Life will go on as a Vikings fan. They, it will. It will. So awesome stuff, man. There he is, Dan, and making his debut. Good luck with your predictions, and we hope to see you again sometime. You too, guys. All right. Before we make our final predictions and get to a quarterback cesspool challenge, let's tell the audience how they can have more fun watching football the rest of this week. Declan? Yeah, underdog fantasy. In fact, uh, I got a slip not from the football slate of games last night, but from the hockey slate of games, Judd Zolgat. I even got uh, got some hires here on Zuccarello and Joel Erickson Eck. He also took some over-unders against Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki. He was watching a little wild game, getting a sweat on. You can do that with all sorts of games of underdog fantasy. You got Thursday night football coming up. Even I won one on the on the in the baseball playoffs last night. I took a little Bryce Harper prop with an extra boosted payout. You can do this all at Underdog Fantasy with promo code SCORE S K O R. They'll match your first deposit up to one hundred bucks. Plus, if you're a new user, they will send you a mystery pick'em special. It's like guarantees you basically the first leg of a pick'em for you in Underdog Fantasy. Go to Underdog Fantasy promo code SCORE S K O R for a hundred dollar deposit match. Quick Trip has also jumped on board here to help power Purple Daily throughout the coming season and into 2024, Judd. Tell the audience why Quick Trip is amazing. Because it's a perfect place uh, for one-stop shopping. I mean, no matter what you need, Quick Trip is basically going to have it, including your lunch or dinner. The options on the chicken at Quick Trip are fantastic. In fact, uh, Wednesday... Fried chicken, bone-in, hand-breaded, prepared fresh daily, two, four, or eight-piece. And there is an eight-piece special on Wednesdays. There's roasted whole chicken. There's chicken yeah. tenders, which oh, are yeah. three or eight-piece, oh, prepared fresh daily. Oh, yeah. Those are outstanding. Let's Ranch do it. Sauce. Tandies. 
chicken sandwiches, boneless wings. There is the Karuba coffee. Listen, Quick Trip uh, has, as Phil said, jumped on board as a presenting sponsor of our show. We appreciate it. And I appreciate all of you who now tweet me with your Quick Trip trips at Jay Zolgad on X or Twitter as we formerly knew it. Uh, hey, and a shout out to our friends at Three Jack in the North Loop, which is uh, a wonderful place for you to, if you're in the area, perhaps before one of these games, go down the street, go to Three Jack to stuff your face with those pulled pork, pulled chicken nachos. Yeah, I know our guy Alex Boone mentioned he wanted to go there. He can make fun of my terrible golf swing, and that'd be a glass blast at 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 Three Jack in the North Loop. You can get the loaded nachos. In fact, any Purple Daily audience member, fan, whatever it is, mentions Purple Daily, you get a free pint with the purchase of any menu item as well. So go to 3Jack, tell them you heard this ad on Purple Daily. It helps them out. It helps us out here at 3Jack. Get those golf simulator bays in with fall golf, tee times booking up. You can go to 3Jack and 3Jack.com. Go check them out in the North Loop. All right, boys. Final predictions here. Write it down. Starting like with Judd. Down. All right. I have no feel for if, if the Vikings are going to keep the game close on Monday or as Phil predicted, just absolutely get their drawers blown off. But I do have one write that down for the game. And that is that because I think the chemistry is redeveloping now. And we saw a little bit of it in Chicago after he dropped one pass. TJ Hawkinson is going to catch a touchdown pass on Monday night. Okay. TJ Hawkinson. I think the chemistry is coming back. And I think that the chemistry was in, in disarray because of the fact that he didn't really take part in training camp. Yeah, it makes a big difference when you don't take any reps in training camp. Write this down. Declan. All right, last one for me. Try to speak this into existence. The Vikings will not turn the ball over in the first half against the Diners. No fumbles. <laughs> No picks. But only the first half. You, only the first half. I tried the entire game. Only the first work. half. Just for God's yeah. sakes. Just quarters one and two. Don't turn the ball over. Oh. So write it down and put it on. Write that down. The Vikings will not turn the ball over in the first half against the 49ers. All right. Write this down. Did you guys know Cam Akers is only 24 years old? Hmm. Yeah. Actually, not that kind of crazy. One good season and then started and then got hurt and basically was not used as much or at all after that. But he, but yeah, he, yeah, he broke in when he, was he drafted when he was 20? Cause his first year with the Rams was 2020. So this is his fourth year. And I just, I was kind of shocked when I was combing through some of the stuff for uh, this week's game that, yeah, he's only 24 years old. So here's my cam makers prediction. He carried the ball one time last week, one time last week. He had five carries and then five carries in the previous two weeks. So I will say this. Cam Akers will set a new Vikings high in carries. He will carry the ball at least six times in the run game okay. against the Niners. I just don't see how they would keep the same ratio going forward. I think you got some smart people in that it coaching staff. me so far. So. so he'll have at least six carries in the game, Cam Akers. Write this down. So those are our predictions. Write that down every single Wednesday here on Purple Daily, where we make fools of ourselves and show you just how idiotic and wrong we are on a regular basis. Uh, Let's jump into our quarterback cesspool challenge here, gentlemen, where we attempt to identify the worst quarterback play in the NFL every single week. It is a weekly celebration of bad quarterback play. We'll get to last week's results and then our picks for this week in just a second here, but here's how it works. Each member of the show picks a quarterback that we expect to be bad for the upcoming weekend's games. 
much like a survivor pool, you can only use a quarterback once per season. And the criteria is very simple. We're looking for the lowest QBR, and that's a 0 to 100 scale. It's ESPN's sort of analytical creation. If your quarterback doesn't play, you just get a default QBR of average, which is 50. Declan Goff, for the second week in a row, has taken this thing down with his selection of Russell Wilson last week. Just a putrid performance oh, on national TV. Justin Horrible. Fields, a week too late. Yeah, Dex, you identified the second worst quarterback in the NFL last week, according to QBR, Russell Wilson. Justin Fields, so Wilson was a 9.8 QBR, just ahead of Justin Fields' 9.5. Who I took the week before and had a great yeah. game uh, against the, 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 against commanders, the Commandos. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I I also struck gold with Ryan Tannehill, yeah, this, an eighteen point three QBR out of a hundred. He got hurt, yeah. <laughs> kind of a bad beat. I don't even if he would have stayed in that game, I don't think he would have gotten quite to the Dang, depths of Russell it. Wilson. And then Judd took a flyer on struggling rookie Bryce Young, who kind of held his own forty seven point yeah. four QBR in that second game. week in a row. Second week in a yeah. row. I mean, he's coming long. He's you guys are supposed to suck, Justin Fields. <laughs> Why did you have to suck against the Vikings? So that is Declan's second victory of the season. We all have two wins on the season so far. Wow. But the overall standings, I have taken the lead over Judd with the lowest average QBR among us of 40.6, Judd at 42.4, and Declan at 45.9. So it's a tight race here, boys. Tight, tight, dramatic race. It's a great race. I love this. Yeah, it's a fun game. Not, yeah. We should find a way to. It'd be fun to incorporate the audience. Maybe we can like. I don't know. It would, we'd have to make like the write that down participant do more research than they probably signed up for. But maybe next year we can find a way to incorporate. They might enjoy it. You never know. The uh, the picks for this week are presented by our friends over at Livia, looking to help you lose a bunch of weight potentially before the holidays roll around. Yep. In fact, look at that guy right there. That's Sports Day. I down 40 pounds a couple of years ago now. Livia Weight Control Centers. I'm going to tell you this. And, and it looks like from the notes I'm getting that more and more men are joining and realizing the benefits of a weight loss journey that is not a diet. It is not like a hardcore, okay, I'm on a diet and now I'm not. No, it's a lifestyle change that still allows you to live your life. And guys, that's the most important thing. So if you want to fit back into those clothes, get uh, get the pounds off, you know, in the next two months or so, Livia is going to work. And have I got an offer for you? If you join right now, six months for free, not three months. That was the offer. Now it's six months. The offer is good through this Saturday. So, so do not procrastinate. Join now, 855-GO-LIVIA, Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com. Guys, get on board because this works. And also, hey, uh, at the scorenorth.com slash shop section of our website, we have a collectibles wing where you can get amazing memorabilia, signed swag, this Harrison Smith signed jersey here, Harry the Hitman for your man cave, your basement, a gift. Holidays are coming up too. Could be a great time to get something for a loved one, your kids, your parents, your football-loving siblings, whatever it is. Uh, scorenorth.com slash shop click on collectibles powered by universal sports auctions these are all buy it now options uh, all sorts of amazing things for you to bid on and uh, deck out your basement or man cave promo code score at checkout for 10 percent off the entire store all right we go in reverse order of last week's standing so 
Uh, so let's go back here. I think Judd then gets, yep, Judd gets the first overall pick. I get the second overall pick. Declan, you get the third overall pick. Okay, this race is incredibly tight, and it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but I've been thinking about this way too much because what I'm about to do is going to surprise you, you guys. No, don't do it. But I want to keep some bullets in the chamber oh, for late in SOB. the season. I want to I want to take a quarterback who's going to shock you. Um, it will not shock the audience because they'll say, "Of course you did that. You're oh a jackass." You're going to oh do my it. god! I just realized what you're going to do. Yeah, you're right. Are you going to do it? Ov- the first overall you're taking pick mine. in the week seven cesspool challenge. Where's purple? Oh and he's going to be playing Dang about it. three miles from here. Kirk. Cousin, wow, I was gonna wow. use it. Wow, wow, wow. I want to say, I uh, I mean, it had to happen at some point. None of us have taken Kirk in the quarterback cesspool challenge. I think, I think this is a misstep by you, not because he, I obviously, I think they're gonna be down by 28 at some point, so I think he's gonna have a bad game, uh-huh. but this leaves me with a wide open lane for the second overall pick. To select Tyson Badgent, the yeah. Bears' backup starting quarterback, yep. the guy that we saw I'm throw a, an end You're over right. end duck as an interception to end this. that game. I want I I want some horsemen who are left for me late in the seasons <laughs> when I know my position. It might be a misstep. You might be exactly right, but this, I've it re- feels like a desperate play. I think you overthought this, a this game. I've rethought this game. I was gonna pick Kirk. <laughs> Because I figured Komet was going to go off the board first, and then Judd was going to take someone else, and then I was just going to take Kirk as the third pick. I've, I'm playing with house money a little bit here. I was like, oh, this will be fine. But for you to go with the first pick, that's that's pretty bold. Pretty bold. It is bold. So Declan, uh, Declan so far, just to create some drama here, Declan so far has used Mac Jones, Ryan Tannehill, Daniel Jones, Sam Howell, Kenny Pickett, and Russell Wilson. He's won the last two weeks with Russell Wilson and Kenny Pickett. Can he keep the hot streak alive? Yeah, and I didn't take Pickett. I'm All right. Him. I will take who has this guy's been struggling mightily after a surprisingly hot start in the quarterback cesspool challenge. I believe both of you guys have burned this one already. Give me Josh Dobbs. Joshua yes. Dobbs. QBRs yes. of 16.6 and 9.6, respectively, the last two weeks after ridiculous wow. starts to the Damn. season. Uh, about timing. I'm going to use the Josh Dobbs pick, try to stay on the hot hot streak. They got the Seahawks this weekend. They're on the road. So give me Josh Dobbs. It's a good pick. I, I picked Josh Dobbs the second week of the season, and he put up a 74.9 QBR. and was like It was the yeah, second best the performance first. of all of our He has two QBR performances of 83 and above. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's insane. Maybe it ends this week. So, wow, Kirk Cousins for Judd. I'm taking, the, I'm taking Tyson Badgent with the Bears. And Declan's taking Joshua Dobbs in our quarterback cesspool challenge. So. Here comes the hate. The hate. I can feel it. It's coming in already. It's all part of the game. Like you got you're gonna have to pick 18 quarterbacks. I know, you know? that's what I'm doing. So right. No, I'm trying to work the system here. I'm willing to forfeit this week because when it's late in the season, I want to have a few guys that are awful. Yeah, it's still- such a tight race. I think you still got a night. Well, you've used like God. You've used Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. I have yeah. not used Mac Jones yet. I, I thought Zach. about using him this Zach week against Wilson. the Bills. Zach Wilson, though. Zach Wilson's been better. Eh, a little. It's been a little better. It's funny. Zach Wilson like doesn't 
trip and puke all over himself for like, oh, he's look at him. Well, That's for great. Cuba, yeah, yeah, but for the cesspool. defense and the cesspool. But when you're talking about being in the cesspool, yeah, we need Dude. bad. We need awful. We don't need bad. We need terrible. Yeah, Dex has not used Zach Wilson yet. I'm so not. It'll be interesting to see when he fires mm. that bullet. All right. Hey, thank you guys for making Purple Daily one of the most listened to football podcasts in America over the past year and a half, two years. You're either sickos who love the Vikings or you just love Judd's quick trip hat. We're not quite sure, but we appreciate you guys. If you could take the time to give us a five-star rating and a positive review on Apple Podcasts, and click the like button and the subscribe button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. We would be very grateful. We'll see you tomorrow for a state of the offense and a random Viking of the week here. Purple Daily. All right. Welcome into Stepping Up, presented by Federated Insurance, where we talk with next generation business owners and business leaders about their process, about their philosophies, what challenges they face, and their vision for the future of business. And our guest on this episode is the chief operating officer of the Minnesota Timberwolves, a man who has seen a lot of basketball and a lot of sports business the last 20 or 25 years, Ryan Tanky. Thank you for joining, Ryan. Great to see you, Phil. Great to be here. Thank you for having me on. This is fun. A, f- a friend of mine who who's done some business leadership consulting throughout the last 20 years, and he's always said, you know, everyone has a different definition of leadership. The way that he defines leadership is facilitating the success of the, of your team essentially. Do you have a way that you define leadership? Do you have, do you have any sort of like, like, like what is leadership to you, I guess? Yeah, I think it's leadership is helping, helping people unlock and achieve, you know, things that they, they, you know, they otherwise uh, sometimes don't believe are possible. Sometimes they just need, you know, uh, help with a roadmap. Um, so I, I think it's helping people unlock and achieve is sort of leadership. You know, we talk all the time here, Phil, about, um, you know, impact. And so I think the number one obligation and responsibility of a leader is like create impact. Like, who, And I don't mean like on the business, I mean on the people, which is I look at two things every day are kind of by filter, which is one, who did I impact today? And two is how do I want to be remembered? And if I can, you know, go through that impact and legacy aspects of this, oftentimes you're going to make the right decisions along the way. Love it, man. Love to hear that. And uh, appreciate your insights on business leadership. And yeah, Ryan, it was great catching up. Thanks for your time today, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. Love, love doing it and love to do it again sometime. Ryan Tanky, the uh, Chief Operating Officer of the Minnesota Timberwolves and Minnesota Lynx here on Stepping Up, presented by Federated Insurance.